Hey everyone, and welcome back to In Layman's Terms. This is episode four. Uh, this is Ben Schofield, and I'm sitting here with my friend Rich Sontag. And today we're going to be talking about uh, vision boards. Um, I think that a lot of people have uh, different names for this sort of concept, but one that's been really popularized is the term vision board. And um, you know, Rich and I were talking about uh, whether or not we should use you know, a term that sometimes gets uh, misappropriated and stuff like that. And ultimately, we just decided that, uh, you know, the devil doesn't own the language. He doesn't own the term. And it's, uh, we believe, a pretty good descriptor of of a kingdom, uh, what would you call it, a kingdom strategy on yes. uh, how God uh, likes to engage with us and, and see us engage in what are ultimately his purposes for our life. Right. So, Rich, um, I know... One of, I think we talked about in our introductory podcast when we were doing our intros, um, you had said that, you know, helping people find their giftings and callings was one was one big deal to you. But um, this is another one, just helping people to establish vision and be uh, dedicated and committed and, and having strategies on how to go after it, right? That's correct. Yeah, you know, um, we're a visual people, and uh, that's, people don't understand a lot of times, uh, hope is vision. So when I have hope, I have vision. So every time you see that in the Bible, you see so hope, you have vision. Let me, let me ask you. I think I understand what you mean by that, but just in case anybody else might need a little bit more unpacking. Hope is vision. Connect those two for me. Why is hope vision? Because uh, when when you're hopeless, you have the inability to see in a better tomorrow. And when you have true hope, you have an ability to see beyond your circumstance, whether that be sickness, financial poverty, or relational problems, uh, marital problems. All these things seem to take us to the valleys of death. Yeah. But when we see a better tomorrow, we, we're hopeful. Okay, so a better tomorrow, link that together with with vision or a vision board or an object on a vision right. board. So a better tomorrow includes this thing that we feel that God spoke to us about and that we're focused on. Right. So in Habakkuk 2, it says this, 2-2, two, two, it says, I will stand in, in watch the station myself on the ramparts. I will look to see what he will say to me and what an answer I am to give to this complaint. Then the Lord replied, clearly said, write down the revelation, make it very plain on tablets so that you can herald and may run with it. Hmm. So, so it's very scriptural that God tells us to write things down yeah. and, and to uh, design things. Yeah, yeah. So, so write things down. And he said, what was the, what was the phrase in there? Because I didn't open it up to that, but it said, so that you may run with it. Yeah, isn't that good? So yeah. write down the revelation. Make it plain. Make it simple, which yeah. is really interesting, so that the herald may run with it. So you may not I just like walk that. with Make it, it may run with it. Yeah. Especially when it's for a whole group of people, like a congregation or a city or yeah. something like that. Make it plain so that everybody can get on board. They catch it. They understand it. They believe in it, and they can run with it. And vibrant movements, businesses, mega churches, small churches, the, the leaders that have a plain vision and can articulate that, people follow. Yeah. And it's just an amazing thing uh, how that happens, you know. So it's imperative we as uh, shepherds of our homes, shepherds of our community, shepherds of our churches, 
that we uh, we are people of vision, you know. Right. And a lot of people that are listening here, I guarantee, are called by their name. They're leaders. They're influencers. So the other scripture I was thinking of is it says in Proverbs twenty nine eighteen, where there is no vision, my people perish, but he that keepeth the law is happy. So it's very clear that God wants us to have vision so that we see a better tomorrow. Yeah. So okay, let's let's jump in. So we're, we've talked a little bit about. Um, I mean, oddly enough, we avoided probably maybe not intentionally, but we didn't we didn't even go into the the most popular scripture uh, that my people perish without vision. Everybody everybody knows that one, mm-hmm. so maybe it's not even you know necessary to go there. But we're, we've talked a little bit about why we believe in vision and what it does for it for us. And how it, how it can help us. Why don't we jump into how you facilitate people hearing about what should go on a vision board? Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I don't want to say this fifty times, and I won't say this fifty times. But we're talking about a godly vision board. We're talking about a vision board that advances godly things and advances yeah. the kingdom of God. So we're not gonna we're not gonna go into that over and over again just because we keep mm-hmm. using the term. Hopefully if you've listened from the beginning, you heard a little bit of a disclaimer. Or we just happen to think that uh, the two terms work well together, vision board. Right. So how do you go about coaching someone in hearing what should go on a vision board and then what are what are some of the next steps? Or if or if hearing it isn't the first step, tell right. me what, what that, that's how do a good you coach question. people on that? So so the the mind the mind has needs. The mind does have a need of a goal. So I, I encourage you, take your goal and write it down. So okay. I, I want to buy a house, or I want to buy a bigger house, or whatever. You write that down, and then you seek out a picture, literally a picture, that aligns with what you see or what you would like to see, and you align that, uh, that, that picture with the goal. So the, so the goal, the, the mind has a goal, needs a goal, the goal needs a picture, and then the picture needs behavior. So the behaviors is, if you look on my board, it's, a, it's literally steps of artwork, it's steps. So and this is the key to my vision boards, is that is what I do on my daily behaviors mm. must be consistent with my big goal. Right. Because I find, hey, I want to buy a house. Have you looked at a house? Do you have a realtor? And have you worked on your loan? No. Okay. I don't think I'm going to buy a house. Right. <laughs> Think, things, big, big yeah. ideas, big right. goals, big challenges right. are everybody that is an expert in that field always says you have to break them down right. to practical steps right. or else you look at the monster and you're like, I can't take that on. Right. So in, uh, I have a ministry called Inflame Ministries, I call it. I have kind of different arms to it. And, and uh, one's is preaching on Facebook. The other one is uh, mentoring. The other part is witnessing. But this has been a blessing doing this podcast is an extension of a, a, of a burden and a voice that I have and then talking to you. Now you're saying that because that's on your vision board is is to be to expand you know what you're able to do through Inflame. So well, that's what I you're talking like about right now. Through the years God's given me a message and a voice yeah. and then kind of peeling back your goals and your visions and what you want to do you're like hey I want to always do a podcast and so we just met up and two are better than one. Yeah. Three are better than two. 
and uh, and also. Are you prophesying, or are we going to have a third? Yeah, at some yeah, point? yeah, yeah. No, well, that's Jesus downloading <laughs> us. Jesus downloading us. So, so I just uh, it just kind of exploded in us uh, suddenly. You being more techie, and and that then we're all of a sudden we're doing this, and it yeah. was just a. Uh, there's where I would say God does above and beyond even what you ever imagine or can yeah, happen, which right, is uh, right. Ephesians three twenty. You know, right. so you so, were looking, you, you you knew God wanted to give you an outlet, and then I mean, we talked about it, and it was like two weeks later. Yeah, boom. Uh, I said amazing. I got microphones, I got software, let's give it a whirl. Amazing, and now, I was ready to go, for, and I was like, for anyone that listened to our last podcast, you'll know that we're having or have had technical difficulties and yes. anybody with an ear for that's more refined than mine hopefully um it, it seems like we're far beyond the really bad robotic voices but right. we're also trying to refine um things to get them of the best sound quality we can on, on the budget that we have but right. that's a little side note well i want to back up real quick um because you overlooked something that i think is probably so when people hear vision board, I think they think, number one, worldly, and I'm not mm -hmm. addressing the term anymore, but they may mm -hmm. think worldly. Sure. And well, what's the problem with that? Well, when it's worldly, then it's going to be selfish and it's all going to be focused on us. Mm -hmm. And so because of that very quick assumption that I think a lot of people are going to have, that's why I wanted to make it a point earlier to ask it. And you, you kind of addressed it, but if we could spend a little bit more time on it, which is um, the question was, how do you help people to get the visions and then refine them? Yeah. Because I imagine, let's just, I know you disciple some people that mm -hmm. um, haven't been believers for very long, mm -hmm. um, and maybe some that, you know, would never even think about something like this, and you're introducing them to it. Mm -hmm. So then you got a guy coming up, and I'm going to think of like a, a bad example, but you have a guy coming up and saying, oh, what's on your vision? You know, you ask him, what's on your vision? Where he goes, you know, ladies, women. Right. And you're like, okay, no, we need to talk about, right. it's obviously way far gone, but you have somebody that comes up and gives you a, something that's obviously not, doesn't belong mm -hmm. in a godly vision board. Mm -hmm. So how do you help people get items for it? And then how do you get them to refine those items? Right. What's that's a strategy a for that? So, so I, I would say definitely uh, you, you want to pray and commit your ways to the Lord. You know, it, the Bible does say that, you know, he gives you the desires of your heart. Right before that, it's all about abiding. So we're abiding in Christ. So, so that, that's, a, that's a start. The, the other thing is we talked about uh, uh, talents, giftings. Uh, when you when you peel back on people's different giftings, I mean, just listening to you, Ben, uh, the first couple times, I was like, wow, I I kind of I caught your heart on some things, and I was like, well, I think I, I we could be a part, shared our lives together in this, and kind of unfolding what you see in your life, uh, doing podcasts and other things, um, and uh, so just basically listening to people listening to their heart, and let's say they do have something that doesn't appear to be real noble. Hey, I want to marry any woman. Well, you you want to, you mean you want to get married one day. Okay, it's just noble. And then any woman, let's, let's kind of look at really what is a, a godly woman in conjunction with your, your dreams and visions. And, uh, and then let's go at that in a godly way so that you are are uh, being careful on how you pursue that dream. You know, that's a noble thing. Um, and uh, so you can kind of work with people on that. The big thing I find is don't be afraid to write anything down. You know, why have goals? How do goals come about like what we're talking about, you know? And then a lot of times um, the, the fear of goals, you know, a lot of times most of us don't want to write goals down. We can think, oh my gosh, 
If I write this down, I'm going to fail. Look, if you don't fail at your goal, your goal's not big enough. You need to write down goals big enough right. that you fail today, tomorrow, next week, and next month. Right. But let's fail forward. And let's fail quickly. Let's do it often and just get back up. Right. The key to failing and stumbling is getting back up. Yeah. So, But that is a big thing. I heard that uh, Brian Tracy taught me 25 years ago, write down goals, do them every day. It scared me to death. I probably didn't put uh, pencil to paper for five years. Hmm. And then one day it just hit me like, okay, I'm going to write this down. Okay, I didn't die. You know, <laughs> you know. okay, I want to buy a car and I don't have it. You know, the fear of failure, you know. I remember hearing recently uh, there was a CEO, a female CEO of some Fortune 500 company. I don't remember which it was off the top of my head. But she was talking about um, when she was uh, younger as a kid, how impactful it was, or at least she remembered it being impactful now as an adult, that her dad every night or frequently, I don't want to put words in their mouth, uh, would ask them at the dinner table, what did you fail at this week? Or what mm. did you fail at today? Wow. And the whole thing, obviously it wasn't to highlight someone's failures. His whole thing was he would turn around and say, I'm proud of you for trying. Right. You know, and it just took the fear of failure and the fear of trying away. Yeah. Like, well, I've, I've been encouraged for trying things that I failed at my whole right. life. That's why I'm not right. afraid to try. Right. That's what I'm not afraid to set a big goal because... If I just try and fail, I feel good about myself for even trying. Right. That's good. You know, I, I, I would also look back on your career moves and, and ministry moves or things you've done that you didn't necessarily enjoy and thought, man, that sapped the crud out of me. I would say, okay, I worked in an office for two years one time. I hated it. Yeah. You know, okay, don't do that. You know, don't, don't spend the rest of your life. I'm telling you, the reason why this will set you free doing vision boards is that we're going to try to position you in position you in the call and the giftings of your life and the call of God to free you up to really do what you really want to do. Your why, is, as you would say. You know, your your why is so important. Like Mark Twain said, is that the, 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 the first day I was born was the greatest day of my life. And the second day was the day I found out why I was born. Yeah. And, and uh, the, the importance of the why behind every goal is an important thing. So I want to buy a house and so that I can have family traditions. I can have, um, you know, a, a peace of mind. I, I love fireplaces. I want to have a fireplace in that. I want to have a dog, you know, and those are important to me. Right, those right. are my why. And that right. will enrich my life. And so I, that I can flow in what God's called me to do. So when I think about myself and, and a concept like that uh, of the vision board in general and finding the things to go on the vision board, I think the why is probably one of the things that would help me the most to just sort mm -hmm. of dissect my heart. Like, mm -hmm. okay, that's a, that's, a, that's a thing to put on the vision. Mm -hmm. And then w why do I want it on there? Right. And then I think for me personally, just the way my makeup is, being able to go through the why would help me sort of maybe weed out any... Um, selfish intent or something mm -hmm. like that um not that anybody anybody can be self-deceived if they want to so we just sure. automatically have to assume that it's somebody who wants to to know but the I'm truth not about afraid of that, that self-deception either i mean you 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 put something on there and sure. you do it and you're like eh, this is not working for me this isn't in line yeah. with the kingdom of god let me ask you this ben what what is your why behind wanting to do podcasts what have you ever thought about that um yeah it's well I can tell you the origin, the or, origination of it was just 
Um, and it happened to me and you once. You and I were mm-hmm. sitting around shooting the breeze, and somebody said, man, you guys should record this. Like, mm-hmm. just shooting the breeze. You guys are talking about cool stuff. You should record right. it. And I right. had heard that often enough that I was like, that would be kind of fun. Well, you know, I like technology. I like learning how to do stuff like this. Sure. And right. um, But ultimately, the, the why is because nobody ever said that to me when I was having a conversation about football or mm-hmm. metal detecting, which is like a hobby of mine. You know, nobody ever said, oh, I wish you'd recorded that because that's so fascinating. Right. Um, but when they say that, it's always about the Lord and Scripture and understanding and truth with a capital T. Um, and so to me, that automatically equates with, oh, you know, maybe God will change lives, mm-hmm. bring understanding, bring revelation, anything that happens, right. you know, similar to. I, th- I think the podcast medium is cool because it's a, like um, a, a really cool combination of preaching and fellowship. Yeah. Like we're sitting here, we're having our intentionally having turns right. saying, give me revelation. But right. unlike you get to do with most pastors, you don't get to stop them and ask a question yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. You know? That's so, um, so to me, it's like, that's what people comment on, you know, in conversations right. when they, when they hear that kind of thing, they're like, Oh, this is really good. I wish it was recorded. Right. It's like half preaching and half fellowship. And I can ask you questions anyways. Right. So that my hope is, I, I suppose, similar to maybe a preacher's, I would like to see lives changed and, and, right. You know, people getting getting revelation and and you know just loving the Lord more. Cool stuff. You know, I I most time on a concept like this, I I'd go through the process of like, oh my God, am I qualified? I need to do research. I need to do this, this and that. Everything would basically disqualify me to not do it. We just did it. We just yeah. did it. And I, Alan at church, I always call him Jesus. Got the Jesus smile. <laughs> is uh, he said, man? Well, at least you're just doing it. You're right. just doing it. Right. And I told, I went up to him the other day. I said, hey, we're just doing it. You know, yeah. it's and it's 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 unveiling a part of our goals, our visions in our life, and it's just really exciting. Uh, just extending something that you really had in your heart to do in the first place is just show right. your heart. Well, that was kind of cool. I mean, I mean, I guess it's a kind of a cool example because, well, number one, I didn't know that something even along this line was on your vision board, which, and that didn't matter, but here we are kind of, um, kind of living, I guess, or or doing exactly what you said. I, even though I'm a techie guy, had no knowledge of podcasts. Um, I mean, for those that are even slightly techie, I mean, even though I'm a software developer by trade, I had to look up whether or not I could run two microphones on my computer because I never even bothered to do the research and or not, you know, much less anything else about, you know, podcasts. But, you know, here we are. But neither of us stopped and said, oh, I don't know if I want to do that only to find out that I'm going to embarrass myself. And we're, you know, on our fourth podcast. It's still early. Maybe we are embarrassing ourselves, but neither of us really care. We're just, right. we're just going for it. Um, and, you know, maybe we've already overcome a little bit of that hump that you were talking about earlier. Um, but we're doing it because not really afraid to fail. And, yeah. And uh, it's, it's, you know, it is on my vision board, so to speak, that, you know, I want to be used to, to touch people, you know, bring in truth and revelation and and ministering and that sort of thing. I just don't happen to believe that it always has to be from a pulpit, you know? I've always enjoyed listening to our own podcast. I was like, I really, this is really cool stuff. Hey, I just want to bring up just something that a lot of times you'll find in a lot of secular seminars and, and they call them smart goals. But I, I do think they have something really good to tie in with uh, with that. Smart goal, it, 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 what it is, it's very specific. It's it's very measurable, it's achievable, hmm. it's timely, and it's realistic. Okay. So a specific goal, well-defined, clear, 
and measurable. Measurable with a specific criteria that measure your progress toward the accomplishment of the goal. Hmm. Achievable, attainable, not impossible, but one could achieve it. Realistic, within reach, realistic and relevant to your life's purpose. And timely, with a clear, defined timeline, including a starting date <clears throat> and a target date, the purpose to create urgency, which I find there an accountability person <coughs> is really helpful. Excuse me. Um, and uh, by just saying, hey, could you just hold me accountable? I got these goals. You know, I'm... Could we do maybe a, like a checkup from the neck up on Fridays for 10 minutes? You know, and yeah. I would recommend don't get a legalistic friend. Get a friend that will hold you accountable, that is gracious to say, okay, you know, apparently, you know, you missed out this week. It's all good. Next week, make sure you come, you know, with some results. Sure. You know what I mean? And you're like, yeah, man, I was stressed out. I was too busy. I couldn't really, you know, because I'll go a week or two. Sometimes without looking at my vision board, I, I try to look at it two or three times a week. I got it in my bedroom right now. So so accountability is really good. So mm. a timely manner. So anyway, smart goals is a good something to incorporate in there with it. And that's something you can find quite a bit of documentation yeah. for online, right? Yeah, online. Google smart goals. Okay. Uh, again, uh, we have resources that you can come to us uh, on Facebook. Uh, what are the other ones? Uh, we're on Facebook. Well, that's the easiest way to reach out to us. Otherwise, um, you know, you can find us on Spotify. You can find us on, I don't know if we're approved for Amazon yet, but we will be soon. Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. Mm -hmm. um, those don't really provide contact information, but the description of the podcast should include a link back to our Facebook page, which is probably the best way to get a hold of us. Um, okay, so let's, let's bring it back to you talked about getting a vision. You talked about having pictures. You talked about having steps. Tell me, we talked about why visions are important. That was scriptural. We talked about putting things on a vision board so that we have the vision in front of us. What, and you, and you mentioned briefly the human mind, not quite in this context, but tell me a little bit about why the human mind needs a goal. What does it do to us to have a goal? Why is it different to have a goal written on a board rather than just something in my head that I want to have? Yeah, that's, that's an excellent question. Our, our minds are just wired to see a better tomorrow, um, to live in hope. Um, ultimately, we would call that we're wired for success. And, and success is just having a, a vision of something seeing it out there and executing to go get it, you know, whether that's a materialistic thing or a spiritual thing. And, and there is something in us that wants to produce. Sure, God loves us. He unconditionally has saved us. He's there, but he does that for purpose so that we can uh, multiply, that we can produce. Uh, you go through from Lot to David to to Joseph, all those guys were out accomplishing things uh, that they had. And, you know, you look at Joseph, I mean, what a man of vision. I mean, here his own brothers throw him in the pit. They sell him off. He's, he's uh, basically a prisoner in what Pharaoh's um, regime. And he's got a vision. And one day God's going to raise him up. Yeah. Wow, he's, so he's the best 
you know, prisoner there, and he wins favor yeah. with people over and over and over again. And uh, so God uh, had just blessed his ability to have vision. And uh, and one day he sees his brothers who had thrown him in the pit. Look at this vision. He says, he says, uh, he said, oh, what what you intended for evil, God intended for good. Right. I mean, talking about looking beyond the, the evil circumstances. He had the power to condemn them, throw them in jail, throw yeah. the key away. But he said, "No, my God's gracious." Yeah, you and what? I have been you and I have been talking a little bit about some just demonic activity that we've been seeing in in, in our own lives, and real lately we've been talking about how different the perspective is to be able to and imagine the you and I keep saying uh, soaring above it, like getting so far outside of the circumstances that you're totally aware of them because you're looking at them, but you're looking at them from outside of outside of the circumstance, not like you're a victim to it. Think about that in his life. I mean, as if being sold wasn't bad enough, and then he winds up in prison on top of that, and then he comes full circle. He's got every right, every opportunity, that's for sure, to exact... Some people wouldn't even call it revenge, right? Some people would call it justice. He's got every opportunity to exact justice, and he doesn't because he he takes the mind of Christ and he gets outside of the circumstances and says, man, now I'm up above the circumstances looking down on it. And I, I, I see that God did so much good in what you intended for evil that yeah, that's... I'm, I'm free to let you go. Yeah, that's I'm free to free you, you know. So I was looking for the scripture. So it says, For they who sit and wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall be mounted up like wings on eagles. They shall run and not weary, and they shall walk and not faint. So the Bible refers to eagles. Now, if you know anything about an eagle, his ability to see is incredible, almost like sonar radar vision like he can be extremely high and see a trout or a fish down and he can swoop down you know and and it's just amazing their ability to see in the bible often refers to us about eagles be an eagle you know and even says in uh psalm 103 it says after you overcome all this disease or disease it says, I'll mount you up wings on an eagle and renew your strength. Yeah. So, so a, we've just been designed and created to be a people of seeing. Yeah. You know, and it's our destiny. You know? I, I didn't really mean to, to take it in, in this direction, but you, you know, you brought up Joseph and, and, you know, seeing above and outside of his circumstances. But even this conversation about being outside of your circumstance and, and, you know, soaring like an eagle and being able to look down from a from a thirty thousand foot view and seeing everything, it really is vision board applicable in the sense that your vision board items will typically, if not always, maybe it is always, call you out of your current circumstance. Mm-hmm. So to me, it almost sounds like it's uh, among other things a way to see outside of your circumstance from right where you're at. You mm-hmm. look up at that and you you see, man, I'm. I'm really struggling. I'm, I'm living in my friend's basement because of XYZ circumstance. Mm-hmm. And your vision board is saying this is what you're being called out to. And so it's like a glimpse outside of your circumstance, you know? Yeah, that's good. You know, I, I, was, uh, just, I was just thinking about, I was hoping to pull this up real quick. There's a, there's a cheat sheet I got, and I, it, I would like you guys to get a hold of me sometime. But anyway, it, it, it's 20 different uh, principal ways to design your goals and your vision board. 
And it just has things in there. Uh, you know, is that the one you sent me a little bit? Yeah, ago? I just sent you. you know, what is your why? We will post it to the Facebook page. Yeah, we'll post it. What is your why? Define your your pain. Capture your vision. Learn what what I need to do on a daily basis. Find a mentor to help you with it. Mm. Develop a plan. Uh, choose some rewards. This is really key. Let's just face it. We all burn out early. You know, like you even said, well, you're on a pretty big project. You reward yourself by by getting a, a a toy or a metal detector. That is key. I mean, I for me it might be okay. Yeah. If you hit this goal, you get to go Friday night out on for a steak dinner or something sure, like sure. that. Um, identify your resources. Eliminate your roadblocks. This is brilliant. This is create a simple list of potential roadblocks that will encounter you, as we know, to yeah. discourage you. Yeah. You know, uh, remove distractions. Um, manage your time. Connect with others who are like-minded. Maintain your health. Um, become accountable. Immerse yourself in your plan. Take a specific uh, action plan. Stay excited and review progress. You know, yeah. these are yeah. all little cheat sheets that right. we'll post. Yeah, that's good. That's to, good. To to help you out. So. You know, you mentioned know your why. Um, and when I was thinking about people and their understanding of vision boards and how some people dismiss them really quickly, um, you know, I was just thinking the church, believers in general, no, virtually nobody in that arena needs another message on money and the pitfalls right. of money right, and right. the pitfalls of riches and whether it's good or bad or right. whatever nobody needs to hear that right. you guys don't need us to teach you on that right, right. i mean we're not even planning on addressing it because right. the money topic has been done to death and i honestly if you want to know my opinion rightfully so jesus talked about money more than almost anything else that he talked about that's what i've heard yeah it was up there um and so everybody has a lot to say about money um and you know, virtually everyone listening to this as an adult, you yeah. have a notion of what you should be doing with money or riches or a big house or a small house or whatever it is. So we're not really even going to get into it. Um, but I like the why topic. You mentioned it again, know your why. Um, I feel, I just feel like I can refine so much mm -hmm. better what I'm, what I'm looking to do when I, when I look at the why, I mean, mm -hmm. you know, some of the stuff that appears maybe selfish is really wrapped up in wanting to have a better home life and wanting to uh, share memories and traditions like like you're big on mm -hmm. uh, with your kids, you know. And offhand, other people might just dismiss that as, oh, mm -hmm. that's a, you just want stuff and this and that. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, I want treasure mm -hmm. my family. I want to relate to them in the best way possible. You know, you can really get stuck on this why thing. I had a brother ask me this. I ain't kidding you, almost five years. And I was like, man, you asked me that question one more time and punch you. He was like, asking I, you the, yeah, why, your why, why was? I was like, yeah. I don't think I know my why. Quit asking me. It's, you're aggravating me. Why are you asking me my why? You know, and uh, it's just, it's a real now word in pretty much all seminars and circles, Christian and non-Christian. It's an excellent thing. But but to develop that is you may need some help, you know. Um, yeah. For so I I I Uber, I detail cars, and I fix up houses. I do multiple things, and and I was like, why do I do all this crazy stuff? And it just dawned on me, man, at the drop of a hat, I can come and do a podcast. I can go yeah. help someone. The other day that was at I was at two funerals in one day. Um, I've been able to be used by God where um, people are about to kill themselves and. I've been able to swoop in and get them and take them to rehab centers, you know. 
I've been able to pull over on the side of the street because I'm on my own timeline and help people, you know, help homeless people. That is my why, you know, but you, you, you can get stuck there thinking, how do I define my why? So you may need yeah. some help with that. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> I told you earlier that um, when we were talking about this, this one scripture came to mind that I've often thought of uh, when it comes to things along the lines of vision board, but I, I've sort of of removed it from that context and just said that it's about things that you value, which is ultimately what you put on a vision board. But I think that in, in the scripture that I'm getting ready to share, there's no question that in my mind that Jesus is talking through and through about valuing things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in Matthew 6, and um, I'm going to read the set of verses above my target and the set of verses below so that we can see that mm-hmm. You know, the context the entire time for Jesus is, is wealth. He's sure. talking about things that you value, things that are inherently value, that nobody yeah. questions their value. Um, and so in Matthew six nineteen, he says, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in or steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart is also. And then I'm going to jump down a couple of verses to, to 24, and it says, No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. And some verses say God and mammon, um, or some translations, excuse me. And then this is what's sandwiched in between. Uh, it says in verse 22, The eye is the lamp of the body. So then if your eye is clear, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then that light that is in you is darkness, how great is the darkness? So here we have Jesus teaching about things of value up top, mm-hmm. things of value below, and then right in the middle of this, he, he, he has this verse about your eye. And I don't think that I've ever heard this taught where they weren't saying that looking into someone's eye or something along those lines is that, you know, your eye is showing you what's on the inside. Mm-hmm. And they act like it's a, it's a portal in. And a lamp, the eye being the lamp, a lamp is providing light to the room that it's in. Mm-hmm. It's, not about, it's not about an exterior entrance. It's about... It's about illuminating the inside. And so when Jesus is talking about something of value up top, something of value below, right in the middle of it, he's saying, here's how you value something. You use your eye to concentrate on it. You behold it. You focus on it. You make that thing something that, that it has your attention. And when you do that, it fills you. And then when it fills you, it's either filling you with light or it's filling you with darkness. If you focus on darkness and you fill yourself with darkness, the warning is, how great is that darkness? Mm. But if you're filling yourself with light, then what was the other verse you, you had mentioned? Remind me. Because we were talking about how it was, uh, how it was like a, a, a cycle. Um, I was talking about what you fill yourself with, and you said... Oh, yeah. There's a scripture in Proverbs that says that your, your belly is filled with the very words that you speak out. Yeah, yeah. So it comes back to you. So I saw this as we were talking about this before the podcast. I saw this, um, this holy cycle that God sets us up on where he says, focus on these things, focus on the light. And then once it's filled, it's what's going to come out of your mouth. And so mm-hmm. I can totally see how you have these items on a, on a vision board. And what they do is they capture your attention. 
and they fill you with it. And when they do, it become it be, it begins to change your behavior, and it begins to change. Well, I, I, you know, to stick with exactly what the, the the word says, it changes your words. But we know that when your words change, that means that your thinking has changed. And when your thinking has changed, then the rest of you is is changing. It's changing who you are on the inside. And I think that that to me is probably one of the most um, one of the most powerful parts of the vision board is that it directs our attention and it directs our focus and our and our eyes, so to speak, on this thing that because of its godly application, we want to fill us. Like I want to be filled with the purpose of making a kingdom impact. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I focus on something like this podcast for it, and it's it fills me with motivation to see the kingdom of God move. So in, that's Proverbs 18.20. So as a man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth, mm. and with the harvest of his lips shall be filled. Wow. So when I have friends that say, oh, man, I'm such a loser. I never get this. Like, well, you're 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 really proclaiming some really defeated yeah. Yeah. things. I I've never seen God in this world make a loser. So I would take that on my vocabulary. Yeah. Never and you always is not true. Yeah. Because we do have some successful days. You may have a lot of failed days, but you have a lot. You you know it's so be careful of. Because you're sure. setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. And you won't be a visionary. You Your goals will be very minimal if you keep projecting yeah. death instead of life. Because yeah. you, your mean, belly's filled with it. God set up sowing and reaping and cause and effect for our benefit. Mm. You know, it has a downside because, they're, because cause and effect is real. But he set it up for our benefit. You know, he was like, here's... Here's how you just engage this thing. Cause and effect. Concentrate and focus on the godly things. Fill yourself with it, and out of the abundance of the heart, your mouth will speak. And like in Proverbs, what you speak when you're filled with the abundance of the Lord, what you speak will be what satisfies you. Right. You know, it's he's like, you've heard of a vicious cycle. I set the whole thing up for you to do it backwards. Right. What is the what is the opposite of a vicious cycle? Do we even have a term for it? Did, did, opposite did, of a vision. Did we not vicious? bother in English to to come know. up with a term that's the opposite of a yeah, vicious cycle? We need one. I was just thinking in closing, what if you were to articulate what we talked about in three or four steps? How would you how would you define it? That's probably good since I'm not I'm not Mr. Vision Board right now yet. Um, I would say that I feel like for and then part of this is because of the way I'm wired, but I would uh, I would say that I want to hear from the Lord about what needs to go on the vision board. And then I would, you know, get my list. What, what do they say is a healthy number of things to have on a vision board? Well, I keep it simple. I mean, I have one board that has probably seven different life goals, but I usually try to keep it to three. On and a, then on a I more have attainable, three immediate steps. One with the goal. Okay. I cheat to keep it really simple. I was okay. helping someone today. So and I was like, inch by inch, it's a cinch. My yep. boy, I'm out to try. Yep. Um, so I would probably uh, want to feel like I had some kind of a revelation and where to start. Um, mm-hmm. And then I would, I, I, I love the why thing. So I would definitely attach my whys to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, breaking down large projects or goals or, or steps, whatever you want to call it, into, into smaller chunks is super helpful for me. So I would mm-hmm. definitely do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would probably put it somewhere visible um, so that, mm-hmm. 
you know, it, it's it's on my mind. But well, um, I hear you saying you're going to pray. Yep. You're going to break it down and achievable. Get my goals and break them down. Yeah, yep. You're going to ask your why yep. behind your goal. Yep. And then what was your last one? It was. Uh, um, and I'm going to put it somewhere where I can refer to it frequently. Yeah. Because I really believe in the power of. You know, right. what you behold, what you focus on, what you see mm-hmm. is the thing that's going to add that light to the inside of you. Right. Um, and, you know, maybe maybe I'm a little bit more susceptible to questioning my own motives mm-hmm. than, than some people. But that's why I like the, the why. Keep that why right next to mm-hmm. it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, why do I want that? Because my kids, not right. me, because my kids, right. you know, if, if, if money's on there, you know what the Bible says? That a mm-hmm. godly man, a righteous man leaves an inheritance to his kids. Right. So this is way hearing you and just kind of rolling over way. I would in closing, I would say, uh, whether you pray, do a gifts testing, talent testing, or you get with someone who's prophetic, you want to start writing down your okay. goals. You know, here is a good start. Like I have, my ultimate goal is my health and rest is yeah. number one. My second thing is my family. My third thing is my spiritual development. Actually, my second thing is my spiritual development. Rest and health is really important because if you're not restful yeah. and you're not healthy, yeah. your spiritual development is not healthy. Yeah. And then from there, I go into my family dynamics, how am I developing my kids, my traditions and things like that. Then I go into my career, and then I go into my ministry, and then, and then I go into hobbies, which I think is a real key because stress is inevitable. Yeah. So those are kind of a criteria that I go by. Now, that's going to give you enough to unveil sure. to start you out. And yeah. I have some tools and some questions. If you do need that, you can contact us. So anyway, so you want to write those goals down. Yeah. And then you want to just practically make sure you go to a magazine yeah. or get Google it. Say, I want to... I want to metal detect more or whatever the steps you know. and you'll find some dude yeah. you got a guy videotaping yeah. you know uh so you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna take a picture of that and then the, then the steps are such a key yeah is do i daily or weekly do what my goal is right and often you find yeah. you're doing a lot of noble things that don't have nothing to do yeah with your goal right. so you're probably not going to achieve it right so don't feel bad you know, the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The next, next best thing is today. <laughs> I like you know, that. The best and, time to plant a tree is you know, 20 years ago. And so don't be bummed out. Yeah. We succeed by yeah. failing. Yeah. Too much Christianity and life spit up. If I don't succeed, I give up or I quit. No. Yeah. yeah. It's the process, yeah. you know. So, so yeah. So those are just tools that we can use yeah. to... I think vision boards are so cool. I know a lot of people just have you. They have that in their mind. Or yeah. There is a couple apps you can get out there okay. that uh, that for the more techie guys, which I, I actually like too, is they're called vision board apps. Okay. And you can download those. I'm trying to find one or two that I could really highly recommend. Okay. Still when, working when we on get that. that list, we can post it to yeah, the Facebook yeah, page. Yeah. Yeah. So vision board apps. They're okay. out there. They're okay. free, a lot of them. You know? Yeah. And so that that can be also a helpful tool. Also, if you need any kind of, I have a lot of questioneering things. We uh, Ben and I just did one on Briggs, Myers Briggs, uh, yeah, yeah Myers Briggs, which is personality thing. Those all peel back who you are, yeah, and peel back <clears throat> and helps you fulfill your visions and your goals and what they yeah. are, you know. So you know, not that every episode needs to tie back into a previous one, but you know, the your conclusion, you know, in part makes me think, you know about our, our last one when we were talking about callings and, and destinies and stuff like that, callings and giftings and stuff. And we made a point to say, you know, 
until those things are a reality or until maybe you even know what your calling is, don't stop doing the basics. Yeah, serving. Serving, yeah, doing loving, right. Right. you know, laying down your life for your neighbor. Right. Write down what you're not good at. Oh, okay, why? Because you're, you're like, okay, there's five career paths I did. Oh, yeah. Okay, that eliminates yeah. that. Don't yeah. go back to customer service. You don't like customer right, service. Right, right. You hated cold calling when you're a salesman, yeah. you know? That ain't good. Right, right. <laughs> and, I, and I'm thinking, you know, that the l- lack of a vision for the vision board or even the lack of the steps, mm-hmm. you might feel paralyzed. Like, well, because I don't know the big picture, <laughs> yes. I might as well do nothing. And it's like, no, 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 no. Stick to the basics. There is a certain number of stuff that we're all called to do. And a vision board doesn't give you permission to neglect those either. You should never have anything on your vision board or steps on your vision board that keeps you from loving your neighbor or loving God, obviously. But, you know, there's practical stuff that we should all be engaging in all the time. And and we're not saying avoid any of those. We're just saying mix all the rest of the stuff into your daily life. You know, I, I, before we end, I want to, that, that word paralyzed, I think that's a real now word when it comes to vision and goals. People, I get you're out there and you're feeling paralyzed, you know. So just, uh, I just want to encourage you guys that there's ways out of that. Mm. Get with somebody else. Keep writing things down. Keep moving forward. And uh, just keep asking questions to God, the Holy yeah. Spirit, and others. You know, what am I good at? What do you think I excel at? You know, get your best friend and say, hey, this is where I think I'm good. Do you think I'm good at it? You know, and yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and just start writing down that. And, yeah. and it is important you get out of that paralysis analysis stage or just yeah. paralysis because it's real. I get it. So. I, I, I see major potential for people merging vision boards with their callings and giftings. Oh, totally. Like, yeah. I mean, say you put on there first that you want to know your calling, but then to find a career or, or yeah. just a major outlet for it, put that yeah. sucker on your vision board. Yeah. There's too many Christians doing things they're not good at, don't yeah. want to do yeah. in their career. Yeah. And let's face it, we got 40 to 60 hours a week wasting our time and yep. life. And that's where I, my motto in my life is the last third of my life is seek not just to make a living, seek to make a difference. Yeah, at and some point we need difference. to do a whole episode on the sort of separation between in church versus out of church. Yes, serving Because, man, that is... Yep, good stuff. That is to, to the... To the believers on detriment that like you just said 40 60 hours a week right. we treat like you know there's nothing useful to be done there right okay. let me pray yeah do it okay father we just thank you for this time to get together and god i thank you lord you're a visionary you're a prophetic god and you have birthed that in each one of us even when we don't think we have that ability so holy spirit Whoever's listening to this message right now, Holy Spirit, just download vision into them. Download hope into them, God. Spark creative ideas. They're listening to us and reading books and things, Father. And Father, where there's fear and paralysis and and, the, and failure, Father, I speak hope into that in the name of Jesus. I break any evil word, any evil circumstance upon that person's life right now in Jesus' name, that it would release hope, which would release vision, God. And we just thank you, Lord, that we can have better tomorrows because of vision and because of what you're doing in our life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.